0: All right, we're here. Welcome to episode 27 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are on your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For any further information regarding the podcast, go to versusmikehistory.com.
1: To be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told, to say there's not a a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day, because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. We knew that we had something that we wanted to give and to come to work with every day and to solve problems with this group of people every day with this director. That is something that I wish all actors will get the opportunity to experience if you get to experience that you will be a fulfilled artist
0: there when i imagine my life is different if i wanted it, then it. Right, i'm again i check point 212 and check point 212 cuz i'm give there and i don't know what i give there let's go let's go let's go People that's been counting on me got this bad lil' shawty going down on the dick. I met shorty and we it like the Wi-Fi. Hopped in the Phantom, disappeared like voila. I told niggas that I would make it. They say no way. Watch them niggas that might eat up off of your plate They call me sliding on the e-way with the heat on the seat I got tennis chains with crosses, but I still keep a piece of tea I was 12 years with the Tommy Fit, Bit 10 crackin' Bobby, bitch I was 17 years on this earth when I popped the perk when my body itched Need a pound of blow when I'm trying You know something. what? I was gonna come in here because Um It's been a little bit of a dark weekend Due to everything that's been going on in the news with the passing of Chadwick Bozeman and everything. And I was gonna be a little bit somber, but I don't think that's the proper way to bring in this episode. I don't think that's the proper way to celebrate people's lives by being somber and sad. Um, we can address it and we can mourn, but everybody's way of mourning is different. And I wanna mourn by being positive and remembering this legend, this icon, um, as the king that he was so obviously i want to begin this episode by saying rest in power to chadwick bozeman um our black king he passed away at 43 years old due to colon cancer and um it's just important to that we as black men we check our health and we be as safe as possible when i'm um, going through these times because you know it, it's up on us and you know it's a stigma in our neighborhood and it's something that we need to get out of and i feel like it's needs to be addressed. So I'm going to be the one to address it, but rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, who, uh, um, illustrious career, man. Like from his time at Howard to his, uh, acting classes being paid for by Denzel Washington and Felicia Rashad to him movie going to lead roles, um, to taking on roles such as James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, um, Jackie Robinson, and then finding out that he had colon cancer, stage three colon cancer, around 2016, and then completing uh, Civil War, then doing Black Panther, then doing Infinity War, and then doing Endgame, and then doing 21 Bridges, and then doing The Five Bloods. Man was a hard worker while all of this, all of these things were going on and impacting his life. And if we don't remember him as the strong warrior that he was, I feel like we wouldn't be doing him the justice that he deserves. Um, I'm it it affects me differently, you know, because we've been losing a lot of our um our our male champions in this industry. We've lost Andre Harrell this year, we've lost Pop Smoke this year, we've lost um many people that are very dire and very important to this culture. We lost Kobe Bryant this year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this year's has taken a, a heavy toll. Um, but from it, I think that we should take away that we all need to collectively try harder and go harder as a people and to keep these people's legacies um, where they deserve to be in the rafters and to... You know, raise our collective standard and our collective ef- uh, effort as a people and just be better and be beautiful and acknowledge each other and acknowledge the love that's spreading within our culture. With that being said, good people, good people, good people, what's popping, man? Um, I I can't be upset. You know what I mean? It's-, it's my birthday weekend. If you're listening to this episode, it is my birthday. Uh, so happy birthday to me. I don't have any horns. I don't have any shots to send off. But um, I'm thankful to be alive as a young black man. Uh, I'm healthy. Uh, I'm employed. And um, I'm able to to bring this this format of media to you guys every week. And for that, I am grateful and I am proud of everything that I've accomplished in my life. You know, I feel good. I feel great, honestly. And I'm not going to let all of these dark times get me down and really get me to a point where I feel like um, my life isn't worth living or that I should do to put forth the effort that I'm putting. Um, But enough of that, I'm going to get into some stuff that's been going on in a week because, you know, a lot of stuff has been happening. Um, I think that I want to start with, what do I want to start with? I don't know, man. There's so, many, there's so many things to get to. I think I'll just start with music. Um, so the song you heard in the beginning is uh, the new Cordae featuring Roddy Rich. Uh, it's called Gifted. Um, it's real dope back and forth by Cordae and Roddy Rich, And I think that it, signif- uh, it, it signifies um, a cultural shift in terms of um, the new guard coming in and creating their own um, they're laying in their own class Because um, you, you, we, we talk about a we talk about a class every year In terms of the XL freshman class And things like that But we don't really categorize uh, rappers In classes too often Like the only class Like the, the two main classes that I know of At least um, from growing up Is like the class of like Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Tupac that The whole 90s Snoop Dogg of course being in there uh, DMX um, the class before that is like LL Cool J and Run DMC and things like that. And then my generation is like Drake, Kendrick, Big Sean, J. Cole, those types of people. Um, and I think that like Cordae and Roddy Rich and uh, people like that are really like they're really forming their class and they're really like making it known that these are the people who are talented, are just as talented as I. And we're going to make the best music that we possibly can together. And I think that's dope. So you should go ahead and check out the rest of that uh, record. That's Corday and Roddy Rich gifted. Um, Big Sean and Nip they dropped. Uh, Big Sean he dropped his uh, his first single from Detroit 2, which is dropping uh, this following this upcoming week. Um, it features Nip uh, Nipsey. It's called Deep Reverence. That versus Fire. Um, we heard it first when Hit Boy was doing his verses with. Um, with Boy Wonder, I believe it was. And um it's a it's a great record. It was a great record then, it's a great record now. And I think that Big Sean floated on it. I think that this time off has been good for him for his rapping ability, even though Big Sean has always been a dope rapper to me. But uh this time off seems like it's been doing him real justice in terms of like going as hard as he wants to be, and I'm real proud of that. Um as a fan. So shout out to Sean, um, you know, rest in peace, nip. And go check out that Deep Reverence record. What else? Jasmine Sullivan, she released a single, which I thought was going to be an album because everybody on Twitter said it was going to be an album, which goes to show that I need to stop listening to what everybody says on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, Jasmine Sullivan, she released a single called Lost One. That joint is really dope. Uh, she, oh man, she don't miss a beat. It don't matter how often she releases music. To be honest, Um, her voice is impeccable. Like, every time she delivers and she does everything that she needs to do um, when she comes to release music. So shout out to her. Um, That record is called Lost One. Go get that. I saw a couple people saying that, oh, she would be a bigger artist if she released music more consistently or maybe she's lazy. First of all, she, she can release music whenever she pleases. I don't understand why people think that um, harder work means better work. Uh, I think that artists should be—I think that artists should be allowed to run on their own time and to release uh, projects on their own time. And of course, this, is, this doesn't um, apply across the board because you have artists like J Electronica who we had to wait ten years for an album, and we did get this album, and it was a great album. So you could say that that is, that's even towards my point, but. Um, Obviously, it's just not going across the board. But I honestly do genuinely believe that artists should be allowed to um, take the time that they need to make their craft as uh, form-fitting as possible to what they believe they need to be putting out at the time. So shout out to all those people. You know what I mean? That's all good music that we've been getting. That's all good music that we got this weekend. And um, you know things are slowly opening back up, you know? Music is coming back out. I'm starting to see uh, trailers for, for movies on TV again. Now, I know that movies, movie theaters aren't open opening in every state, but it's still a little shocking because I've been in the house for, for six months and, you know, for a very long period of time, there were just no movie trailers, and that was very odd. Because you don't really notice that they're gone until they start coming back. But it is what it is. Um, I think that is it with music. Yes, it is. It sure is. I think that, oh, nope, it isn't. Um, I wanted to talk about nothing too crazy, but I wanted to talk about how No Ceilings is on um, digital streaming platforms. Uh, So No Ceilings was released on digital streaming platforms but it's missing a lot of key records that make the mixtape uh no ceilings is uh a very old not a very old but an old mixtape by lil wayne he's since made another one in that series but that's a classic mixtape to me and that's like post carter three which is uh which would a lot of people would mark as the time where lil wayne truly i don't know i don't want to say it lost his mind but like he started going on a decline and not producing as good as good of music as he was um in between that carter 2 and carter 3 era but regardless um it released on digital streaming platforms and it's missing so many songs that you might as well just go to soundcloud or go to dat piff and go stream it there uh shameless plug no advertising but um yeah, you might as well just go listen to it on the a, on a, on a, on a mixtape apps. Like, what's the point of putting it on di- digital streaming platforms if you can't get it in its full totality? But regardless, it's on there. So if you haven't heard it, then go check it out. Go listen to what you've been missing for all these years. And, uh, yeah, now that is a wrap on music. I think that I'll get into the NBA for a little bit. Before I go into these other two topics, um, so the NBA they did a boycott or a strike. Uh, I believe that the proper that the proper uh, term for what they did is is a strike. So the NBA went on a strike um, sometime in the middle of the week uh, for everyone's game five. The Milwaukee Bucks were supposed to, were supposed to show up for their game five, and they didn't show up. Which led to the Magic leaving the court, and um, every other team basically um, not choosing not to play their Game Five that was scheduled that day, and which followed um, the rest of the teams boycotting their Game Five games the next day, which led to uh, pretty much all sports programs being boycotted or um or going on strike that day. I know um, Naomi Osaka. She decided to um, not play the game that she was scheduled to play the next day. So it was a ripple effect for sure. And on the surface level, it seemed dope, you know, because, you know, you finally had the NBA players uh, showing that they weren't going to be using their bodies um, as a tool. um, And, you know, and not letting this large platform of the NBA take advantage of uh, or take advantage of the spotlight that was being shown around, and or taken away, or rather, I would say, taking away from everything that's going on in the country with the protests, because you know, as we all know, George Floyd was killed in June, and most recently, Jacob Blake was killed in Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin. So that's what led to the Bucks boycotting. However, this boy, uh, this strike didn't last long because. The players met up and they decided that they wanted to continue. So, um, all in all, it was a one-off thing. Now, I I have conflicting views because I don't want to take away from the attention that the NBA players brought to all the issues by doing their strike. But at the same time, only going on a strike for one game doesn't seem um it doesn't seem purposeful it just seems like it was a grab for attention and um i have a really big issue with um black issues being used as headlines or being used as moments in time where we can just uh grab people's attention and or and make it like uh, a thing like in passing or like, a sh- or, or d- making black issues um, all shock value. I guess would be the best way to put it, because I just it's just not cool. Like it's not dope to me, and that's how I felt initially. But all in all, I want to focus on the positives, and I do feel like most players' heart is in the best place, and I do recognize that they sacrificed a lot to go to Orlando to play. But um, at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving was right when he said that. The players should be held accountable and should be should be held accountable for their voices and should be using them to leverage more power within the league, which I don't think is happening. But um, all in all, they're still trying to get their points across. So kudos to them. But um, all in all, I think that the league could do better. But you know, I don't want to demand too much from anybody or ask too much of anybody who's not willing to do the work uh, because. it is what it is, but that's pretty much all I'll say on that because I don't want to get too much into the politics of it. Um, they did what they felt was right and we move on and we keep fighting a good fight. Now, um, so something happened um, about a day or two ago uh, with Sean King. Oh, Actually, this happened yesterday. So After the passing of, after we all heard about the passing of Chadwick Boseman, uh, Sean King decides to send out a bunch of emails promoting his book. And in the beginning of these emails, he speaks about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And I just thought it was really gross and disgusting that he would decide to use the passing of um, somebody who's an icon um, just to try to get more sales to his books is very tone deaf and insensitive and I already have reason to believe that this man isn't even a black man and he's using our struggle to promote uh whatever agenda that he has um whatever that may be and you know I'm just not a fan of him and I wish that we would stop circulating his social media and stop circulating his rhetoric because um he it's it's is demeaning and it's embarrassing. I feel like, um, as a people, that we allow him to run around and do things that he does, and that's just my genuine feeling towards him. I'm not a fan. I've never really been a fan. Um, I've recognized his access to certain issues, and um, the more that I, I like study protests and 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 listen and listen to people talk about their uh, loved ones being arrested and shot by the police and things like that you see um, certain activists and political leaders and community leaders try to come to the spotlight to use those things to gain notoriety and that's just not fly it's not cool I've never been with that and he is the type of person that utilizes those types of tools and that's just not cool that's not dope it's not fly and, um, yeah, that's just all I say about that. I don't want to go too deep into it because we don't spend a long time. We don't, we don't rant on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we just talk about issues and I give my thoughts and, you know, take away with that. Uh, take away what you will from that. And, um, I guess for the last topic of the episode, I'll talk about this whole Joe Budden fiasco. So... Joe Budden has recently announced that he's leaving Spotify. And this is this was a whole huge thing over the Internet for the past couple of days from different personalities and podcasters and radio hosts saying, giving their two cents about um, what's going on with Joe, because um, he gave the account of what issues occurred himself on his podcast And everyone took his words and kind of like misconstrued them. And uh, I just want to focus on that for a little bit because not really on what Joe said, but on the conversation that he's trying to have in general, because I think it's important. So what I took away from this conversation was just that Joe came to Spotify two years ago when he got the deal and he wanted to see how he would be able to gauge the performance of his podcast through a major streaming platform which is smart um in the time that he was on the platform he outperformed all the metrics that he was he all the points that he was supposed to hit yet the major platform uh moved the goalposts to say what is successful what isn't successful this led to him uh getting into disputes with them and Uh, them you know not getting bonuses or vacation time or gifts and trinkets or whatever but I'm not here to talk about that this is what I'm here to talk about I'm here to talk about ownership and I'm here to talk about ownership of your digital content so there in these terms and conditions of these platforms that we use to distribute our content such as Anchor which is owned by Spotify um, you have to be sure of what these people want to do with your content and how they use your content and how you give it away. So I know I just shouted out anchor, but I'll talk about anchor for a little bit. So I use anchor to distribute this podcast and this is not an ad by any means because I don't accept any ad money from, from anchor, but that's what I use. I'm just being honest and transparent. That's what I use to distribute this podcast. Um, I refuse to take ad money from the platform because that would mean I'm stepping on my product. I'm making it lesser than what it can be, be for monetary value. And the issue with this for me is that I haven't had any discussion with any person in real life to discuss what that actual value is because I place the value on it because I am the creator. And a lot of the times, We are sacrificing our hard-earned work that we put so much effort into for monetary value instead of for ownership and for long-term monetary benefit. And that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on keeping our content within our culture, within our community, so that we can do with it as we please. And that is the conversation that Joe is having. That's the reason why the podcast can... Operates the way it is, and that's the reason why I don't have any ads on my podcast, and why there won't be any ads on my podcast until I'm offered a bag. So if you ever hear me reading off ads, just know that one, it'll fit the demographic of the people that listen to this. Shout out to y'all, by the way, and know that I'm getting paid handsomely, and I, I didn't, and I won't be feeling like I'm getting, you know, like. Uh, (laughs) I was going to be explicit, but I won't feel like I'm getting cheated out of, out of what is owed to me. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. And that's why, you know, all the podcast industry is so crazy because when I go to listen to podcasts now, because I personally love podcasts, that's what brought me to the industry in the first place. Not only, not only, uh, producing and hosting, but just the love of listening to them in general. But so many times when I go to listen to the podcast that I've grown to love you, the first thing you hear when you turn it on is an ad and you can't get through the whole experience without listening to an ad. And it's it's mind blowing because this is still a brand new industry. So how are we all putting out this product that's so stepped on? And the reason for that is because everybody's taking money for their product without actually placing value on it first. And that's very important. We need to place value on our things. We need to place the proper value on our things. We can't let outside influencers tell us what the value of our things are just because that's what they want to give us. We have to make a demand based off of the hard work and effort that we put in to get to the point where they feel like they can even offer that to us in the first place. You know what I mean? It's still a business at the end of the day. I know we're creatives. I know at the end of the day, we're doing it for the love, but we need to be paid. We need to be secure and we need to uh, make sure that we're not getting cheated out of what's owed to us. So if you out there listening, I'm talking to you as a creator. Make sure you have your legal issues situated, your LLC, all of that stuff. Make sure that you're not giving up your time and energy for pennies on a dollar, make sure that the ads that are on your show fit the demographic of your show um, just make sure that you that you secure in everything that you do you know because that's all we can ask for and that's the best option that there is because we as people we as a people and you know who who i mean when i say we black people we need to protect our shit man like come on like let's let's just be real That's it is what it is. And I've said all that I would like to say on it. Um get at me if you wanna if you wanna talk about it any further. And I think that's pretty much it for today. I think I'm gonna wrap it up there. So um this has been great. I got everything that I wanted to say off my chest. I feel like it was we got this real got got through this real swiftly. And um I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm gonna go and enjoy my birthday and enjoy my birth week and you know enjoy life so this is me signing off make sure to send topics questions music and movie suggestions follow the podcast on twitter at vs mike history and on instagram at versus mike history follow me on twitter at mike history and follow me on instagram at last name history i'm feeling good man i didn't get a new iphone yet that's why i didn't have any guests on the podcast this week but i'm tired of making announcements every week so I'm just going to get into the content. But, uh, yeah, just know that everything's coming. Everything's falling in place. And I got love for y'all. And this shit is on the up and up. So this is me signing off. Peace out.